Greetings and blessings to all of you. Here we are on this fourth Sunday of Advent. You know, obviously with Christmas being on Monday this year, the fourth week of Advent consists of one day or maybe two if you count Christmas Eve. However, we want to conclude our journey through Advent by spending some time with our fourth messenger, St. Joseph, allowing him to lead us deeper into the Eucharistic revival of our own hearts. You know, when we look at the life of St. Joseph, Matthew and Luke are the two evangelists who speak most of Joseph, yet they tell us very little. I think only enough for us to appreciate what sort of father he was and the mission entrusted to him by God's divine providence. But if we look at his life, we notice that in every situation, Joseph declared his own fiat, his own yes, like that of Mary at the Annunciation and Jesus' yes in the Garden of Gethsemane. From the moment St. Joseph awoke from the dream where he was told that Mary would bear a son, Emmanuel, you know, God is with us, he took Mary into his home and began to protect and care for her and the child in her womb. With love and great care, Joseph took Mary to Bethlehem, going great lengths trying to find her a suitable lodging. Following the birth of Jesus, he had no doubt stood watch over Mary and the Son of God. One can only imagine how often St. Joseph would have held Jesus close to his heart, like gazing into his eyes in the same way we should hold Jesus close to our heart in the Holy Eucharist. Imagine the tears shed and the joys shared in the many intimate moments Joseph had with Jesus as he grew up before his very eyes. With a heart of faith and a father's love, Joseph would have recognized the face of God in each of those moments. So St. Joseph shows us how not to be afraid of the mystery of wholeheartedly seeking Jesus and his mother Mary for our life. You know, the cave in Bethlehem, the shelter in Egypt, and the house in Nazareth all became sanctuaries where Joseph learned how to live, adoring the living presence of God. His life was one of adoration as he offered himself in the service to the will of God. And Joseph, like Mary, made the sacrificial dimension of the Eucharist his own. So he teaches us how to offer ourselves to Jesus in every Mass by the way he offered his blood, his body, his sweat, his calluses, his tears, all for Jesus. And he teaches us how to live a life of adoration of Emmanuel, God with us. You know, St. Joseph lived with Jesus for 30 years, we might say that his vocation was one of perpetual adoration. In the words of St. Peter Julian Imard, who had this deep devotion to both the Eucharist and to St. Joseph, he said, we find in St. Joseph the perfect adore, entirely consecrated to Jesus, working always near Jesus, giving Jesus his virtues, his time, his very life. It is thus that he, he is our model and our inspiration. Imart goes on to say, we must beg for good adores. The Blessed Sacrament needs them to replace St. Joseph and to imitate his life of adoration. To be like St. Joseph, we too need to adore Christ. And as Catholics, we can go to the nearest Catholic church where Jesus is present, 
right? body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Blessed Sacrament. My dear friends, the Eucharist is a person. It's Jesus Christ. And as I've said earlier many times, when we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, we fulfill His greatest desire. I would also say when we go adore Him in the Blessed Sacrament, we fulfill His second greatest desire. As we come to the end of this Advent season and begin this season of Christmas, I invite you to spend some quiet time in adoration before Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament with St. Joseph. St. Joseph wants to lead you and me to a deeper relationship with Jesus in the Eucharist. You will not regret it. Great blessings will follow, guaranteed. So my dear friends, thank you for being with me these past four weeks of Advent. Peace and blessings to all of you, and have a blessed Christmas.